are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Hopefully, you're having a good day, starting your day off on a good note. Uh, today's podcast is going to be, are black people ready to lead? Now, uh, I was going to do another show. I'm going to do probably a show after this, talking something of another topic, but it's basically on the same line. But are we ready to lead? And I don't know how long this podcast is going to be. It may be short, maybe long. So bear in mind. But I want to first play a little audio clip of Killer Mike asking black people, are they ready for the revolution? And this is courtesy of your black world. So I want you to listen to this as I play it. Then I'll come on back with my thoughts. I'm not against nobody on the panel. I'm with everybody on the panel. I'm not diametrically opposed to anybody on the panel. I agree with everything my brother said about revolutionaryism. So let me ask you guys a few questions. We're in the South, we're in the heart of the South right now. Who fishes? Who knows how to fish? Hands down. Who knows how to hunt? Less hands, hands down. Who shoots on a regular basis, meaning once or twice weekly? Hands down. Now you see how many hands? Who farms and grows their own food right now? Hands down. You ain't ready to oppose nothing. You are as a part of this system as any white person gentrified in this city. And you can't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about because I've lived in this neighborhood long enough to know when, when two out of every five yards had a garden in the back. I'm old enough to know him when the Muslim community was the strongest security force and food their own food force in this community. Black people, I love you, and I love you enough to tell you, you ain't ready to revolt shit. You don't feed yourself, you don't hunt your own animals and slaughter them, you don't prep your own meat, you don't own your own land, you don't have a seed growing in your window. So when you think about revolutionarism and you think about fighting and dying in the street, you ain't shit if you can't feed your children. You ain't nothing if you can't teach your children to hunt. I've been hearing this revolutionary talk all my life. All my life, I've been seeing leaders get before me and tell me how much of a strong warrior. And just like the United States Army, just like the military, I've seen their words, send black boys out to die in the street, fighting and arguing with police. You have no win. He was innocent and he got 19 years. His mama couldn't afford the right lawyer. His dad didn't know a senator. You have no wins. If you, how many of you practice a martial art today? Who practices a martial art today? How many boys are practicing a martial art in your community today? Today. That's what I'm saying. We not ready to fight. You say fight back, fight the police. The police are trained to shoot. They're trained in martial combat. We're not. What are we going to do? Now, I'm not saying give up. I'm not saying you can't train yourself. But what I'm saying is, if you're not training every week, 
if you're not shooting every week, if you're not knowing how to grow your own food, arguing with me and arguing with the police ain't gonna do nothing. Oh. Cause if we all oh. leave right now, Let if we go. all leave right now and we got a speed ticket, we ain't all gonna agree not to pay it. You understand what I'm saying? I agree we still slaves. I'm telling you right now today, Malcolm said by any means necessary, by any means necessary, and we're talking about children, we're talking about young men. These boys aren't even intelligent enough yet not to know what girl not to like. They're not even intelligent enough yet not to know how to, I always should have a condom. They're not even intelligent enough yet to know not to argue with their teachers. Don't send these babies off to die because you didn't die when you was 21. Don't you send these babies off to die because you feel like you missed the 60s and the 70s. I want to see more black attorneys, more black law enforcement. I want to see more black people pooling their money to run their own candidates. I want to see more black police officers that are from the neighborhood. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they tried to leave one time and they formed Liberia. Look at Liberia now. Look at what Haiti did. They revolted. Every European country punishes Haiti for revolting. So if you're not going to revolt tomorrow, if you're not going to do like Elijah said and take all the southern states, if you're not going to gentrify Alabama, stop trying to grow warriors to fight a fight. You too scared to fight. You pay your speed tickets. You ain't not paying your tickets. You ain't telling kids how to bust out every car window. And then when they riot, you never there with them. When they riot, where's the church? Where are the teachers? Where are the institutions? So I'm just saying, you do what you want to. But as for me in my house, I'm going to raise a warrior that knows how to use his hands, knows how to use his mind, and loves the people with his heart. Your job. Your job is to survive the encounter. Survive the encounter. And when daddy gets there with a lawyer, when daddy makes sure you got a judge that looks like you, we'll deal with that other shit. But you survive the encounter, young man. Don't you die on the side of the goddamn street like a dog. Well, people, I heard that. So, again, we're going to be talking about can black people lead in the warrior class? I'm, that's basically what I'm gonna call it, the warrior class. Now, when he said, I'm going to raise a warrior and I'm going to prepare. Now, he like, Killer Mike, like I said, I don't agree with everything with Killer Mike, but this right here hits home, black people. It hits home because we don't own our own land. We don't. I don't give a damn what you think. That little condo you shit you paid on, that ain't land. That is a concrete slab, baby. That little, that house that you, or oh, that condo you stay in downtown, you paying for that. You paying homeowners association. You don't own no land. Black people has gotten out of a lot of things. Gardening, just like he said, growing up, I used to know everybody had a garden in their backyard. Hell, we had one in our backyard. Why is it we don't have it today? Folks got out of it. But our enemies, the very people you sit up and say, we're going to overthrow. And you can go on YouTube. And I, hey, I take my hat off to the brothers that have been saying this stuff for years. But that's all we've been doing, talking. I made a couple podcasts way back. And I sit here and I put the question and put the question to you again. Can black folks leave? And the answer is no. Because 
you don't have the means. You're not in the position to do what you say you want to do. You talk about the position, but you're not in the position. And you're not raising warriors. You're raising scumbags. And as I sit here, just thinking about this, like I said, about this here, warrior class. We don't have a warrior class. And warriors are pushed to the side. We don't want to be bothered with it. Everybody want to do their own thing. And it's a sad thing because I sat here and I've said it out my own mouth and I'm going to say it again. 98% of the population who are consider themselves African American, whatever, black, I don't give a damn where you are, you here, you all in the same bunch, will fall dead because they don't know how to do nothing but run off at the damn mouth. Just the other day, I, I played on, I had a podcast called Tangibles Part 2. And I played a video audio part of Fox Business do what? Roland Martin, Chris Payne, and some other doof dog uh, bum from Puerto, uh, from Costa Rica. Someone he's he's black. He's from Costa Rica. He came in 1969, but he don't consider himself black. Sick of that bull crap. This is the stuff that goes on that we have to go against. But you hear folks talking this nonsense. Is even two two or three conversations going at one time. First, you want to be a warrior, then you don't want to be. You want to be a leader, but someone said, hey, it's going to be some bloodshed. Eh, eh, eh. I don't want to do that. You're going to pick a side, one way or the other. And just like in that, in that video clip, that video audio clip I played for you, everyone was booing Killer Mike, but he made sense. He made sense. Our neighborhoods are being gentrified because we have been told our our neighborhoods our community is undervalued nothing shitty you got all these hardware places around here from lowe's to damn home depot to ace hardware ain't y'all too y'all must too damn stupid to go get a can of paint roll up your sleeves put on some gargles and start doing it i don't know how to do it motherfucker turn on damn youtube go on this this house on pbs there's things that you can do, but you don't want to because you want someone like me who said it, who had the suggestion, hey, won't you do it, Mr. Q? But I did my part. I'm not coming to do yours, but that's what you want. It's time out for this foolishness, people. It's time out. It, 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 time has ran out. Black folks, you're not really black. You hear that shit. Some of it, like I said, you got too many divisions. Everybody now are clinging to their nationality. Or this, that, that, I'm Jamaican, I'm Dominican, I'm this, I'm Brazilian. I'm, you hear it, man. And now you got this, this thing that's odious, uh, uh, descendant of American slaves, which I'm one because I am descendant of American slaves. My, my ancestors were brought here and chains and, and so forth. And some of yours too. But for the rest who came here, who came with the passport and got it stamped, you don't know the experience. But in that clip, people don't know, don't want to do anything. They don't, like I said again, you don't own your own land. How many black folks out here got a gun, other than the pop gun you got in your in your underneath your bed? How many of you know how to break down your gun, clean your gun, service your gun, put it back together? 
How many of you have shot a gun? Or ha uh, other than being shot at? How many of you folks used to go fishing? Or can go fishing? Or took your kids fishing? Or went on a damn fishing trip yourself? These are vital things that need to be... How many times... How many of y'all know how to hunt? I did a series about technical skills. It's, it's a saying that black people don't even have technical skills. Black men don't teach their men, don't teach their young men anything about automotives, carpentry, nothing. But as I say, you turn on any damn TV that, you, that has direct TV, Comcast, whatever the hell it is, you turn on there, what do you see on there? Crackers. You see number white men and women cooking, sewing, welding, building, living off the damn grid. What the hell you see our black ass? Love hip hop. Uh, what the hell that other damn show? Wing it, wang it, whatever the hell it is. You know what the hell that show is. All that, all that stupid shit. That's where you see our ass at. Being entertained. But we ain't build shit. I was looking at the other day about Michael Jordan with his bitch ass. Can't sell his own, his old Chicago home. You know, my wife and I had an idea. And I was just sitting there, we were just talking about the house. And I was saying, you know, we wouldn't buy it. But I was like, well, won't Michael, instead of trying to sell it, won't he rent it out? Won't he use it for, you know, give it as a gift to Chicago? You know how, you know, it used to be a house in Atlanta called the Mayor House. The mayor you know, of Atlanta, most of the mayors of Atlanta used to stay there up to a certain point, but they stopped. And that was wild, wild, way wild back. They refurnished their house. And they used the house as a reception center or a reception uh, banquet type thing where for distinguished guests and guests can stay there because it had rooms and stuff, whatnot. And I, was, and I threw that idea to my wife. She said, you know, baby, that's a good idea. He should have done that. He should have been propagating Obama ass to come there after he left or somebody else. Just use it as a conventional type thing where people come there and use it. Take that 23 shit off, strip that shit down and sell it. But no, this bitch want $14 million for that house. It was $23 million, It dropped down. See, it's bad when people who don't have the money have the ideas and people who got money don't think. That's another thing that we as black folks are dumb, docile, and just downright just disgusted and lazy. And yeah, I'm getting on you because I'm getting tired of it. I'm tired of me doing your part and mine at the same damn time. I'm took my licks I'm, and I took some and threw some. But for the most part, we are not doing it. But yeah, a warrior class that we as people don't do. And so, you know, again, people, we sit up here, we have black men, and I, I say about a million, a million real good black men that consider themselves warriors. That have been told to stand down, been told we're not going to do and you heard on here, people talking about they're ready for a revolution, they're ready to do this. They want this, they want that. 
But a lot of us don't want to fight. We don't. We want to talk a good game in fighting, but we don't want to fight. We want to screw our way in. We want to sit up here and see how much how much uh, interracial ass we can get. How much buck dancing we can do. That's what we want to do. That's what we, we want to do. We we go we we as black folks go to the whitest places. But we don't ever go back to our own places. And the reason why I'm telling you one thing in my heart and what I see, the reason why we don't go back to our own neighborhood, because again, we don't want to get our hands dirty. As I said, we don't want to get our hands dirty. We don't want to build our shit up. We always want to go where the white folks go. And you know it's funny. They got every damn right to sit here and look at our black ass when we come into their neighborhoods, come to their stores, shop at their eateries, and look at us like, what the fuck are you doing here? They got every right to, to, to look and even to be racist. But what in the hell are you going to do? Are you going to go back to the hood? Are you going to go back and do what you need to do? And the only reason why, the, why it was called a hood and everything because they sat here and told you what you got is unvaluable. We don't you don't want that. But these crackers are always buzzing around on the mic trying to gobble up and gentrify your neighborhood and mine. I'm telling you, you I'm telling people here are just lazy. You're demented. you you have a, a strange distortion in your brain. You docile dumb, dense. You don't want to do any damn thing. And brothers like me who say, hey, let's let's mount up like Black Voltron. Let's do what we got to do. Let's stand for what we got to do. You'll throw our asses under the bus or get way, way back. Way back. We take the bullet or something happen. Oh, well. Keep it moving. Back business as usual. I was listening to uh, Pastor Dow. He's over there on YouTube, he got his own thing, Pastor Dow channel, and he was saying the same thing, that, you know, it's business as usual. How many of you think those people absolutely got up and changed anything? They got inspired. Everybody have gotten inspired about something, but what do you, you think they got up and do? When it come, when it, like my mom said, it got, you have to pay the cost to be the boss. And when it's time to put your money where your mouth in, niggas shut up. Niggas shut up. They hurry up and shut the hell up and move somewhere else. But they'll talk shit about what you ain't doing, what you can't do, how you think you're going to do it without us. They'll, man, they'll bring doubt and confusion all day. But when it's time to put that money on the table, they're gone. They don't want to do it. When it's time to put work, blood, sweat, and tears into it, they're gone. They're gone, people. And like I said, I'm going into another thing about, like I said, this warrior class. I'm tired of this nonsense. I'm tired of us as black people not being strong. Just strong in body, but not in mind. Our minds are warped. Our bodies are strong, but our minds are warped. We got too much. I'm going to tell you, like this one pastor dude told me, uh, say it like this, hey, we got too much garbage in our head. We do. We as black people have too much garbage in our minds. 
Too much garbage. Not enough substance, just garbage. And we love that garbage. I remember when I was little and I asked my mom, I said, Mom, why things haven't gotten better? She said, baby, because people just like effed up situations. I didn't like the answer she gave me, but shit, that was the best she did. That was the best she came up with, because at that time, and it still rings true now. That's the situation that most people like. And I've come to understand it. I've come to accept that. Man, I'm telling you, woo, there's been a lot of people that have been out here banging their head trying to get us on one accord to get emotion back together, to start seeing one another's value. You got something, I got something, let's pull together and make it work. But I'm telling you, as, as, as things keep going as it's going into this second wave, as I dubbed it, a lot of people, I'm telling you, they're not going to make it. And they already improved prove it and they already took their size, they already said what they're going to do and that's it. Ain't going to do no more. Can't do no more. Ain't going to do no more. Unless it's some money involved. Then I might think about it. But ain't no money. I ain't doing it. Killer Mike pointed out two places, Haiti and Liberia. Two places where black people went and thrived. Haiti been cursed and been bombarded by the European nations for years. Since they went on there and whooped those white folks' ass. When Haiti got into that financial thing, the IMF raised up so much debt on, on Haiti that they, that they, have, they had most of the people on the island walking around with a halo, say, dead above their head. That's how bad it is. But that was a way of the white man crushing you. You would think with those two countries, you would think that the rest of the black African diaspora spear, whatever the hell you want to call it, shit would have pulled together. So you know what? Let's unite and form a true and perfect union. But greed kick in as usual. Bitterness, that's the last thing, but really envy kick in. Greed and bitterness is that the greed is first and envy and, and, and greed is brothers. They kicked in first. Bitterness was at the end. But that greed and that envy kicked in real good. And that damn, what you consider uh, not overconfidence, not even cocky pride. The wrong type of pride. Not good pride like, yes, we did. No, pride like, nigga, you need me pride. That's that type of pride. Kicked in. And so none of these countries ever reached out to, these, to each other. It's like they all like foreign countries. We, blow, we all black, but we don't speak together. But it's funny how these white countries link up together. Oh, but wait. Uh, I forgot about Brexit. The mother's finna get ready to collapse. But even so, it was good while it lasted. But we as black folks, we don't have anything. And I, and I hate saying we don't have. Because we have the means to doing it, but we don't get up to do it. Like he said, basic things. You know, I had got some pushback on the, on the, those two podcasts when I said about technical experience. I got a lot of people were sitting there saying, well, what's the use of doing it? But then I got two encouraging messages that say, you know what? You're right, Mr. Q. We, we need to do more. And yeah, we do, people, because we're behind. But those people that push back, 
there was those naysayers. Well, why are we going to do all this? That's not, you know, with this, that, and the third, you know, why I got to go learn? Because you need to learn this. As I said, again, you turn on any damn channel on cable, direct TV or whatever the hell you look or use, and you tell me what the hell do you see on there. You hear, you hear hot and loud, fast and loud. You see motor, murder, motor hot rod, a, a pioneer woman cooking. What do you see these folks doing? Using trade. Who, who's doing it? White people. Do you see any black people? No. They're not a nigga in sight unless he's holding the camera. That's it. That's all they doing. Holding that damn camera. And, he, and, you, and now, like I said, I'm not knocking people who work, but I get tired of him for I work. Who you working for? Cause you ain't working for yourself, and you ain't working for the betterment of your own people. So who you working for? You work. Who you working for? You work for that man over there. You work for Miss Ann and Miss Charlie over there, making sure that their legacy is secure and strong, while yours will fade away into history. Your own history, cause they ain't keeping track of your black ass leaving here. As long as you don't leave here, you don't leave no inheritance, and you don't leave no land. That's good by me. That piece that I played on the tangibles part two, Roland Martin said this, and it is true, that housing and money are part of inheritance. But you have discrimination. He didn't touch on one of the oldest discrimination things. And people, you need to go get this and you can get it because it's under the Freedom of Information Act because I got it. It was an old rule that I used to hear a long time. You don't hear it no more. But they need to be brought back up. That said that black people are first to fire last hire. I used to think that was a just an old saying that black people used to say. But no, 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 no. There is an actual report done by the Labor Department. 1975, that's 1970 damn nine. That states that there are institutional economic racism in the workplace and that African Americans even though that they are highly qualified are the last to hire but first to fire that is the truth when I saw that I took in a gasp because I didn't think that was to be true I thought it was just an old old running thing that black people just made up when I sat there and I had that document in my hand and it's a thick document. It ain't no damn 30 sheets either. And I say I give him somewhere between two, 300 pages. And I read that shit. I said, damn, ain't this about a bitch? So you tell me again, oh, you smart ass people. What you, what you working for? Who you working for? Hmm? Who, you, who you think you are working for? What are you achieving? What are you accomplishing? Are you a warrior? Or are you just somebody that's sitting there buying time? And a lot of people... Or buying time. What time I don't know because by my by my standards and what I'm looking at, we ain't got no more time. But they saying to themselves, Oh, Mr. Q, that's for you over there, Doc. That ain't for us. I got the inside scoop. Wink wink. And some of them do. And it's called cooning and buffooning. Or they're the bed winch. And a lot and a lot of these terms that people don't like. I don't like that. But really, as I said, do you really actually don't look in the mirror, ask yourself the question, am I a bed winch? Am I a bed, bed bug? Am I a coon? Can you really, do you self-examine yourself? No, a lot of us don't. But as I said, the warrior class, 
as a small group, very small, very small group, and they're getting attacked on all sides. But just like, like I said, in that audio piece, warriors do that. It was only been one, if you ever looked at the video part of that audio clip I played, there's only one dude raising his hand about all the questions that Killer Mike is asking. One dude, one dude saying it. You know, that's part of that thing, that 2% that I said that one, that probably that one million men, 2%, 2% people, that's, that's, that's a shame. Can't win no battle with damn 2% of the population. Especially you outnumbered by what, over 100 million or more? That's ludicrous. Defeat is futile. You will get crushed. But it rather lay down, keep listening to this bullshit for the next couple of years, as long as we got life left. Uh, people talking about, wait, give it some time and it'll work out. What, what time, again, where is this time coming from? Who is getting this time? Who is a lot in this time too? Because like I said, maybe my watch is broken. Because as I see right now, we out of time. Been out of time. Like I said, it's something to think about, people. It's something to think about. So I want, like I said, I want to give a shout out to all my warriors out there. To all my strong brothers who held their position, held their post. From soldier to soldier, from warrior to, to warrior. I commend you. I don't know you personally. I don't know you by name. But I do know that we are part of a brotherhood that is strong and we are only a few of us in it. You know, it kind of reminds me of that saying about the few, the proud, the Marines. You know, my cousin was, was in the Marine Corps. And he always used to tell me, he said, Q, you better learn how to improvise. He always said that, improvise. And I used to look at him like, what the hell are you talking about? But now I understand what he meant. And like I said, brothers, I want to give you, give you your prop on this show. That I want to say thank you. Thank you, brother, for being that father. Being that husband. Despite being in a marriage that was not healthy for you. Because there's a lot of brothers that are good and good married in marriage. They got good marriage intense in their heart. But their mate is rotten to the core. But they stay there because they want to make their family work. They want to give security and sanctuary to their kids. And for the brothers who are single, who ain't taking that shit, I salute you. You need a salute. You don't have to settle down for nothing. You don't have to go run to the other group. But you don't have to settle it. If, hey, my grandma told me like this here once. She said, look, tell that chick here what you want to A, B, and C. If she can't admit, you keep it moving. Eventually, they'll come around. If it ain't too late, but eventually come around. And she that advice ain't failed yet. For the boys that's coming up and you seeing your uncles or your father there, but if you don't have a father, you see your uncle there, and you see how they doing stuff, take up all that. Salute you. Like I said, people, we need to start raising up our warrior class among us. There's too much of this feminine in there and all this crap that's coming up that's trying to derail the male, black male experience. We allowed that shit to go on for too damn long. Too damn long. And for this here, again, if we don't raise our warrior class, our warrior class are the protectors, the technical people, the, the trade men, the carpenters, all those, that makes up the warrior class. If we don't get this to pass on, we're doomed. That's why, again, white people don't want to see strong families. Black families, 
And black women, you are helping them. Along with the coon ass niggas that do go over there. You helping them. You ain't help you ain't helping no one but them destroy us. But it always been that way. And I guess it'll always be. But I just wanted to bring that to you and let y'all know like, hey, it's like, hey, you ain't alone out here. You're not alone out here, brother. You're not. You're not. And like I said again, I salute you. I salute you. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I thank God. I thank great God almighty for the strong black men he put in my life that wasn't my father. I thank God for those men who took the time out to put that foot to my ass and say, Q, you going to go this way or your ass going to go to destruction? Which one you going to choose? Uh, I think I'll go that way. Good choice. I'm glad of that because you don't see that now. All you got is a bunch of whining, complaining ass bitch made niggas who want to sit here and talk about what they ain't going to do, who owe them, where's my next meal, who's washing my drawers. And it's sad because most of the women, you're taking care of these bitch ass niggas. You're taking care of this shit. This is what you made, this is what you brought into the existence, you birthed this shit now. We are up here gonna try the real men who's let's say we're trying to clean this shit up, but you always right there along with your mutant creation to stop us. And it doesn't matter from the chicken head to the to the chicken head to the to the one that's in the in the corporate office. It doesn't change. It, you can't tell the damn difference anymore. You you know you, you know it used to be a time where you can tell the difference between a corporate woman and a, a woman who was. You know, who's around the way? Shit, you can't even tell. They both the same now. They have blurred the lines. I could be Shaquita of the night on this corner here, going to this club, and I could be Miss Shaquita in this boardroom. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't. You don't believe me? Go look at it. Go look at any corp any corporate office. Go look at any boardroom. Go look at it. It used to be some some distinguish between they used to have some type of class of a now should they you you get the same thing you get at the workplace you get it at home no problem you can't tell but i digressed on that but as i said the warrior class there's only a few of us and i'm glad to be in that in that few with those few brothers that i just mentioned I know it's a hard battle, man. It's hard. I mean, like I said, it's hard. Because we on we we out man. We out finance. We 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 our, our, our numbers are dwindling. It goes back and forth, it fluctuates. Our enemy have more. We have less. We got enemies within our midst. We got agents. Folks who really want to go flip-flop just as soon as they hear a coin. Oh, hell, I got to go ahead and get it. And it's hard to stay a warrior. But you know what? I'd rather be a warrior than a wimp, limp, wrist, simp-ass bitch nigga. I'd rather be a warrior, stand out there on that field, in that lonely field, with weapon in hand, ready to do battle. Knowing that I ain't gonna have no, no, 
no backup than to stay at home and be with these all these bitch made niggas in the house talking about yo when that next game coming on. So that's the real situation of what it is right now. We are not ready to lead. We're not ready to do because we don't want leaders. And I mean leaders, we don't want leadership that we know like, look, it's a time and place for lead. I don't consider myself a leader. Like I said, I'm a warrior. I, but I know that I'm not gonna follow anybody. I know that we do need some, we need some collective thinking, but we got too many folks who don't wanna do. You got folks who wanna say they, they warriors, but like I said again, they're not warriors. They warriors on other stuff. That stuff don't really don't mean anything. They don't stand for anything. They're not of good character. They're not protectors. They only protect themselves. And it's bad enough that they get all the resources. And I know, like I said, this ain't no thing about whining, but this is true. The warrior class are the one are all are like the vets that you see down in the park. They have fought and gave. They can't even get basic damn health care. Shit, I can't get a decent place to stay. Motherfuckers want to spit on me, but you don't know the battle and the sacrifice that these people did. But you step on me every day, going into your nice building, going into your Starbucks, going into your place of business, or driving your nice car. Don't know that this man, that woman, or whoever that is right there who got that green, uh, dusty old green army jacket or marine jacket on probably done something for you. You don't believe, and that's the same way it is with black people when it comes to the warrior class. People, men, who sat and stood in the trenches, lost everything, got set up, got assassinated for no apparent reason, got set up in a botched murder. A lot of black brothers throughout the years who was fighting to try to make a difference died of a botched murder. I said, oh, well, you know, so-and-so had some drugs, so we had to go up in there. Come to find out, there wasn't nothing in there, or unless it was planning. Or, oh, well, you know, he was coming home late at night and pulled over to the side, and he didn't see him anymore. There's a lot of people that disappeared. Don't you know there's a lot of black men who was not well-known, who was warriors, and people took them out, got rid of them. They stood for something. You don't have it no more. You got, all you got is the bitch-made nigga. And that's what I'm going to be talking about in my next podcast, the bitch-made nigga. Because I didn't, I, I opened up, I didn't even want to go this long on this podcast here. But I just had to, because like I said, again, I, you know, again, what Killer Mike was saying in that thing, ain't, it, he didn't mix words. It's the truth. It's the truth. I mean, only a fool keep walking around here thinking that they, everything's okay. Only a fool, a blind fool of that. But we have people that pretend to say that, though, man. We okay. We cool, man. What's up, daddy-o? I know I'm throwing some, some old 60 slang in there. Anyway, but you know that's how they think. We all that. We solid. Solid and what, fool? Or they come with that jump, man, again, a little more time, a little more time. We'll work it out a little more time. Man, we ain't getting nothing. Like my mom, it's an old saying, my mom and my aunt and them say, you know, I ain't getting no younger. Time is moving, baby. I ain't getting no younger. And they used to say that all the time. And I, and I again, again, I used to ask these old people, what do these meanings say? You know, because you hear them like, what did that mean? And of course, they had to break it down to them like, baby, it is, it is what it means. Time is moving. I ain't getting any younger. 
just like it says, you gonna say something, say something, say it with meaning, or shut up. Cause I ain't getting no young. I can't sit here and wait for your lies. Get your get your thoughts together. Oh, okay. But I used to hear that all the time in my house. I used to hear it all the time in my neighborhood. I ain't getting no younger. We hey, hurry up. I ain't getting no younger. Time is moving. But you don't hear that now. But now I understand what that means. But people, I'm gonna end this podcast. Cause now I'm just getting into a, a rant, a raid, and all this stuff, and just babbling. But you know where I'm coming from. Like I said, the warrior class. We don't have them anymore. We're trying to out, you know, we're trying to force what little left of manhood in the African community or, or the descendant of slaves, or how are we gonna cook? Because so many meanings, black people, black men. We trying to suppress that and get rid of that so much. And that's a that right there is gonna be the downfall too, because you keep pressing and pressing away. You're setting yourself up for defeat. You just don't see it yet. Again, just food for thought, people. I'd like to end this podcast again by saying thank you again. Thank you for your time. Thank you for coming by, taking, you know, I said, taking time out your day or out your night or whatever, whatever the, you know, time zone you may pick this up. And for those who may think, find out, you know, that, that is harsh, as I said again, you get over it. You know, get tough skin or you move on. Because this, this is real talk. This is truth. I'm talking truth to my people. It's time for us to make choices that's going to stick. We don't have more time. We're going to do or we don't. And I hate to put it that blunt because people don't want to. We don't deal with, some of us don't deal with absolutes. And that's something, that's a, that's a pity because right now we're in an absolute thing right now. You either want to do or you don't. What it, what it, you know, what, what's your poison? What you going to do? You're going to either teach or you're going to talk. What you going to do? And a lot of people want to teach and talk at the same time and they can't. So anyway, people. Be safe out there. I always like to end and say be safe, be vigilant. And I'll come on back to another episode of Real Talk. I'm out. This was the War Machine. Real Talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.